Rogers, WYMC Miami, 33055, and we'll see that you get yours. Okay, we have two open lines in date again, man. The rush is on at Bayside, 624-9400. I'm going to tell you something. We probably ought to have about seven Broward lines, you know? It's going to be, as the months go on, it's going to be a law of diminishing return in Dade. There are very, very few people who speak it in English in Dade County. Coral Gables, hello. Hello, Neil. Here's one of them, yes. Say, you know, although I never listened to uh, this, what's your thing, Fowler, a friend of mine called me and said that, he says, tune in on Fowler, he said. He's defending Waldheim. Oh, no. I called. Oh, no. He, I called up and I had two or three calls. He was arguing with callers who were anti-Waldheim. So I called him up and I said, say, Mr. Uh, <coughs> Mr. Fowler, you say there is no evidence against uh, oh. against uh, Waldheim. I said, are you aware of the fact that the, the files in the government in Washington show that he signed the instructions to expel 50,000 Greeks and Greek Jews yeah. to Auschwitz, to right. the gas chambers. Yeah. He said, I'd like to see that signature to see if it's a real oh, signature. Oh, come on. Get there's no serious. No evidence against him at all. Unbelievable. I said, look, don't get me wrong, Mr. Uh, Mr. Fowler. I'm not uh, discussing the Pope's visit or anything like that. It's just the, you, you, you claim there's no evidence against, against him. Yeah. And, I, and, and you're disputing Don't, now, don't you understand? Government. Wait a minute, sir. <laughs> sir. So, hello. He said, hello. Listen, I want to tell you something. Yeah. Fowler never met a fascist he didn't like, okay? i got to say one more thing, please. Yeah. Bear with me. In fact, if you hold on one second, we have a little bit of Lee's comments that one of our spies taped today. Einkäufer. Yeah. Wie viel kostet es? Zehn Mark. Haben Sie nichts anderes? Von derselben Sorte? Those were some of Lee's comments today, sir. All right, well, I'll, I'll finish it by saying what I concluded with. I said, Mr. Fowler, I said, are you, are you sure you, ha you don't have a, a little strain of anti-Semitism? Oh, a little strain? Yeah. He yeah, says, you idiot, and he hung up on me. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If you look up anti-Semitism in the dictionary, yeah. you'll see Lee's picture next to it. I don't and I'm not it. apologizing for that one, because I've heard all of his comments over the last two or three years he's been in this market. He is unbelievable. Yeah, I don't doubt it. When are you going on vacation? Uh, the end of the week. We'll miss you. Okay. Right. I'll think of you. Okay. 20 minutes before 1 at WYNZ, Stan Majors in the building. Stan's going to be here to set the record straight. He's going to be attacking Ernie Sochin and that group of... Uh, 90-year-old uh, uh, geriatric misfits who Ernie has developed over the last uh, several months. A spy in Boca. Okay, should we take Tamarack first or Boca? Well, let's take Boca first. Hello. Yeah, don't take Tamarack at all. Okay. I got the latest scoop. I listened to the WIOD 1230 update. The upchuck uh, update. Here's the latest news. Rick Weaver has kidnapped Sandy Payton. <laughs> He's demanding a starting fullback and a bar of toast for her safe release. <laughs> Okay, 
624-9400. See, one thing about Fowler, you know, and I don't think, I think he means it. I don't think he's doing it out of desperate, although he is desperate from these numbers, but I think he really means it because he's such a douchebag. He's always defending these, these criminals of one kind or another, like this guy, um, I never can think of this guy's name because he's such a repulsive subhuman individual that they let out of jail in California who raped the girl, the 14-year-old girl, and cut off her arms and left her to die. And he's always defending this guy. He did like a week's worth of shows on that before he went away on vacation. Now he comes back and he's defending the Pope's meeting with Kurt Waldheim. Of course, we know that Lee is a practicing Catholic, and we do mean practicing, and that, uh, you know, he runs to church every Sunday as if that's going to, you know, they're going to forgive him for the sins that he's doing on that station. Even the Pope himself couldn't give you special dispensation, Lee, for what you've done to that radio station, okay? Even the Holy Father can't forgive you for that. So does it come as any surprise that he would defend, you know, anything the damn uh, Pope does? Okay, we have an open line in date. I think I said that. 624-9400. The Island Queen is desperate to hear anything but Glenn's voice. If it's Glenn's voice, no chance. No way. No way, Jose. Okay, Stan Major is in the building now. He's going to decide which mic boom he's going to be using at 2. And uh, these ratings are so astronomical now that uh, I just I don't even know where to begin. Stan takes a lot of credit for the afternoons, of course, because the gossip... No, it's true. The gossip was out on the street that he was coming here, and there can be no question that they've got a gigantic tune-in audience, especially in the Haitian community. And uh, all of those people, of course, have diaries. If they could fill them out, can you imagine the number we could add? Now, that's only a joke. See, are they going to be sensitive about that? Huh? No. They accept if they're filled out in Creole, that's okay. But uh, here we're sitting here. We only had a 9-7 share in May in midday. And I don't know what we're going to do about that. And Alice, man, you've got some stiff competition in the afternoon stand. I mean stiff. And if Alice drops the dating show, what are they going to do then? They're really going to be floundering and desperate. You heard about Sandy? Boy. What's going on in this market, boys and girls? It's just uh, more than we can handle. It's more than they can handle. That's obvious. Joe? Oh, yeah, Joe Johnson's doing a big job. As a matter of fact, those of you who want to pick on Glenn and his uh, insipid behavior and idiotic cackle, how about our good friend Joe Johnson? Now, see, Joe's okay if you put him in a recording studio all by himself for about a half an hour and let him put together something clever, fine. But put him on the air live, and it's a disaster. It's the end of the world. That's a new format, EOW, end of the world. Speaking of end of the world, the FM numbers are out. Okay. <laughs> You'll sound good on FM, I'm telling you. You won't have to worry about a mic boom. Congratulations. They have incredible equipment up there. You've seen it. And they have that voice synthesizer. We could make Glenn sound good on the FM. He could sound like Lee Gillette. Why aren't you using your new boom? No, oh, I like the old boom. They asked me this morning when I came in. The first thing I saw when I, I came to work this you. morning was Rick Edwards walking into the building. And I sat there pondering whether I should go home or come in. What do you mean you ordered it for me? It's exactly the same microphone now. See, we changed the microphone. But it's that big, grotesque boom. Yeah, but that's what it's there for. What? Because it's away from the cart rack, and you can move it around when you get your carts and stuff like that. See? I mean, that whole thing is for you. Yeah, I'm sure. And you're ignoring it. It used to, too, for stereo. Could we, could we put them on together? Well, no, it's not plugged in. Why don't you plug it in over here on number one? 
And you're also going to have to uh, look at this. Everything was just fine. See, this is practicing for FM. Now, wait a minute. Don't pull the mic away, you douchebag. What a maniac he is. I had it all set. The man just is here. I think it's sabotage. I think Tom Likas is paying him off to come back and mess up my show. Okay, now, do we have both mics open? How does it sound? Does it sound like FM yet? Yes, you're an A. S-S-H-O-L-E And don't you try to blame it on me You deserve all the credit You're an asshole tonight one of these to talk into now. Are they both on? Is this one on too? Stereo AM. Now, they don't both sound the same either, do they? You can tell it, oh, this one's a little tinnier, right? And this one is uh, like a ballsy mic. Feel like Lee Gillette. <laughs> 85 in a row on. Okay, it's 11 before 1 at WINZ. Tweety Bird is locked up in the corner now. We've got him right where we want him. Just like the Celtics fan said the day he called in after the Lakers took a 3-1 to lead in the series, said, we got him right where we want him now, and we'll come back right after this. Okay, I want to thank the young lady who called in to tell me what this uh, thing was, this timer that I've got that looks like a lava light, because otherwise I'd be going nuts trying to figure out what it is. It's great. And I also want to thank the uh, gentleman who sent it. This is the guy who came by the day we did the show on the front lawn and had all those needles and all the drugs and was shooting up with everybody on the front lawn. That's the guy. He sent this by. Okay, where are we going next? Tamarack, hello. Hello, how are you doing? Okay. Hey, I have some very interesting news today. I was down in the Sunshine Plaza, and lo and behold... Well, wait a minute, wait a minute. In Sunshine Plaza? Yes. Sunshine Plaza. 
What the hell is that? Well, it's a place for where Publix is and a lot of other shops are on the corner of 441 in Oakland. Oh, yeah, okay. And I was moseying on down there, and normally one sees papers. You know, they give away papers. And guess what paper they were giving away? The Herald. Right! Great. Right, and I think I will go there every day, perhaps, and get a free Herald. <laughs> anyway, um, that's that's very interesting. But what's even more interesting is you've got the news on Hollandale that the police are now citing elderly people for, for oh, yeah. jaywalking. By the dozen, yeah. Yes. And two or three were killed or something like that. Like about a half a dozen since the beginning of the year. Yes. Well, maybe they want to meet the Muckamuckas real quick. Evidently. It's the Kamikaze Crossing, sir. It is. Do you, uh, I, I personally... They, they have a new slogan at the Herald. We can't give it away. I, I was wondering, is this really a gag or have they lost a little of their business? No, they lost a lot of business. They're desperate. Their circulation was way down to begin with. And since we've been doing our Just Say No to the Herald campaign, we have really uh, hurt them badly. Oh, well, that's... Seri seriously. That's, that's, that's really... T What's the latest news about Sandy? You haven't heard? What do you mean, the latest news? The only news I ever heard was that, that, that she's going to be bumped and she's going to be going where, where Lee's place is, possibly. What do you mean, she's going to be bumped? She's gone. Today? She, oh, you're so far behind. Where have you been hiding all day in a cocoon? Did I get the latest news last... Okay, tell okay, me. here it is. This morning, from one of our spies, we got a little bit late, about 10.30. Yeah. But it turns out that Doug Young, who is the producer, in other words, he books the guest. He's not a talk host. He's not an on-the-air person. Right. He's doing her show today because Sandy, you know, they've been jerking her around and really giving her a rough time. Right. And so she evidently must have got another job somewhere because she told them that she wants to be released from her contract. Yeah. She had a year and a half to go on a contract. And evidently, the response was, Hasta luego. So she's gone. She has gone. And Mike Miller, of course, is uh, finishing out his last week and a half. So they're like, um, fl to say floundering would be a compliment. Yes, but their golden star is going to be arising in July. Who's that? Don't you know? No, we don't say his name. I know, the great man. He may, he may not come back from one of those restaurants in Italy. You mean he's on vacation? Oh, yeah, he's been over in Italy. I got a, a card of naked uh, statues from him. Every time he goes over there, he sends me a postcard of naked statues. Oh, well, the, who's going to be filling in for his, beyond his time? They got between 2 and uh, 4. What are they going to throw in in the morning? You're asking me? Maybe Lee Fowler might move over. Do you need a job? Oh, I'd, I'd gladly volunteer for well, that kind of... That okay, kind I'm, I'm going to start a rumor. This is totally unsubstantiated, but since there's so many rumors flying, I heard in my, through the grape mind, I just made it up, the new midday host on WIOD, oh. Harvey from Kendall. Well, let's put it this way. If you can yeah. hire him for $2,000 a year... Yeah, sounds good to me. <laughs> that, that sounds good to... Uh, everything, but isn't she going to be moving over to... Uh... I would think so, yeah. Well, maybe they can hire Ron Sachs. He's going to be going? Well, if they if they hire Sandy, wouldn't you think that... Um, I mean, who the hell knows? You know, they all keep changing and changing and changing, and it's, uh, it's enough to make you dizzy. You just can't keep track of what's going on in this town. Well, maybe the good news might be that maybe there might be some way that a lot of the Contra support... Uh, maybe they might wind up, wind up, might want to buy W Snooze and make it a Spanish station again. S sounds good to me.
and then there would only be Sandy Payton, and then there would be WNWS and uh, WINZ, and basically that's it. Okay. Okay, that's terrible news. Bye-bye. Buenos dias. Dania, hello. Hi, Neil. First of all, I am not a new listener. I have been following you all over the dial for years. I'm surprised you haven't noticed by now. Yeah, I can tell. No, really? I see your trail everywhere I go. Yeah, you probably can't. But I'd like to tell you two things. First of all, I canceled the Herald years ago, and it took me about six months to get them to stop delivering it. I finally had to go down to the office. Yeah, they're like the Sun Sentinel in reverse. The Sun Sentinel, it takes six months to start showing up with a paper. The Herald, you cancel it, and for six months, they insist on delivering it. Absolutely. I couldn't turn them off. They just kept bringing it every day, every day. It was ridiculous. Yeah. But the second thing I wanted to tell you is we had something happen to us, my family and I, in a restaurant last week that brought you to mind. It was unbelievable. In a restaurant in Emerald Hills, in New Delhi that opened up in, De in Emerald Hills. Yeah. We went in just... For dinner. We didn't know anything about any early bird or anything. We just went in for dinner. The only thing we discovered about the early bird was they had it listed on the menu. So we sat there, we ordered sandwiches and other Well, wait a minute. Is that the early bird chirping in the background? Probably is. I have a lot of early birds here. But we're sitting there eating our dinner about 7 o'clock and just sitting there eating it like you normally would. And all of a sudden, over a loudspeaker, there was this enormous chicken clucking noise. And they announced the early bird is over. The early bird. Is... <laughs> and we looked at each other and we said, "New Rogers, he should know about this." God, it, it, was so it, was, it was either the end of the early bird or the beginning of the Santa Rita ritual, one or the other. It scared us. Yeah. I mean, it was loud. People jumped. Unbelievable. Let me tell you. Anyway, if you ever want to go there, it's the Hills Deli in Emerald Hills, and it's a lot of fun. It's seven o'clock in the evening. Okay. Okay. Bye. I'll see you there. Okay, don't write that down, because I didn't give him a plug. Okay, we have one open line in Broward, 524-9400. Oh, we had another elderly uh, fatality this weekend on Hallandale Beach Boulevard. We just had that from our jaywalking patrol. And we had another tragedy in Hallandale as the Kamikaze Crossing continues as popular as ever. Okay, we're going to come back for one more hour after Mike Wolf brings us those uh, award-winning headlines. CBS with the news at the top of the hour. And don't forget... Like to participate on today's program, you can call Neil on 624-9400 in Dade or 524-9400 in Broward. And now, here again, Neil Rogers. Hey, baby. I'm feeling kind of hungry. Miracles never seen. I think you'll enjoy it. Excellent. I'll look for it. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks. 109 at Winds. Let's take a collect call from Stan Major's favorite resort from the Bahamas. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Oh, this is Mike, second time caller. How are you? How are you? Good. Well, I just wondered when you go on vacation next, are you coming to the Bahamas? Yeah, I'm coming to uh, Nassau, as a matter of fact, to gamble my brains out. <laughs> what about Freeport? And then I'm coming to Freeport with all my winnings. Neil, one day I was listening to you, right? And you were ripping this guy named Cy Hoish. I'd like to know who he is. Cy Hoish? <laughs> no, Cy Hoish. Oh, yeah. He's an insurance salesman in Broward who, who doesn't like me but can't turn off the show. Yeah, I noticed that because this day you was calling him a misfit, a subhuman fart. No, I didn't say that. You said it. I might have said a subhuman misfit. What about a moron and a jerk? No, I didn't say that. Neil, I have the tape right here. Okay. What, what else I had? I had a couple of things to ask you. How do you think he felt if he was listening to his family? He probably felt natural. Huh? Well, if he'd stop calling us and bugging us and stop whining in Kyle's ear, we wouldn't talk about 
<laughs> I mean, you can only judge people by the way they behave, and he behaves like a moron and a jerk. Well, I just was curious, because this day I was listening, I, I said, a man has got... I'm really amazed that you would bring him up. He's so obscure, and he hasn't called us in a long time. I think he has. Oh, no, he hasn't. Kyle said he hasn't called. So let sleeping dogs lie, <laughs> as they say in Hialeah. Yeah, when we, we go down to the Zanadu a lot and play tennis, and we always listen to you down there. Excellent. Well, I, we're big in the Bahamas. They love Stan Major down there, too. No, we like you better. I would hope so. Stan is, I don't know, something wrong with him. He's... I know it. Well, he just has bad taste. you got to understand, if Stan knocks you, that's like a boost. Uh-huh. Because Stan likes uh, Don Johnson and Madonna and uh, these horrible live performance records. You know, Stan has just got bad taste. So if Stan says that the Bahamas is bad, you'll probably get a whole big influx of business. What, what, what's wrong with Madonna? What's wrong with her? She just looks like hell, that's all. She's a slob. <laughs> Am I wrong? She's a tramp. Hi, Neil. Is this Madonna? No. Okay, it sounds a little bit like her. This is Nicole. How you doing, Nicole? Fine. How are you? Good. How you doing? What's happening down there? You're making a lot of money from all those sucker tourists? Oh, Bill? Yes. I deal with the morons. What? I deal with the morons. Oh, boy. Well, good luck to you. I mean, and they do have early bird specials down here. You should see them caving in on that. Good. Well, we got a whole bunch of people from Hallandale we're going to send down to see you. They come from, we get a lot of them from Miami, from Florida and Hallandale. Cause yeah. I work in a hotel, and I have to deal with them. They always ask me, where's the early birds? Oh, boy. that's Those are from Florida. Yeah. They own the road. Don't you understand that? They own the world. Yeah, they, they like... The whole world is just a big early bird special. Uh-huh. They like to rent these mopeds, and they don't know how to ride them. We have a few of them laying up in the hospital right now. I would think so, yeah. Well, that's a good idea. We might be uh, send some mopeds over to Hallandale. You may have had the suggestion for our problem. Yeah. I can just see all the AKs in Hallandale riding their mopeds across Hallandale Beach Boulevard. That makes them a much easier target. Okay, well, listen, it's good hearing from you. Okay. And I hope you make a lot of money off all those suckers today. Oh, they're not suckers. Okay. And have a good time. Whatever you say. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. One thirteen at WINC. Here's speaking of Hallandale, a young man trapped in the city of choice. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, Neil? Okay. Uh, you're right, you know. I guess people like me just learn to avoid, you know, avoid the city and, you know, kind of get away, go to Palm Beach or Miami or whatever. What do they do, lock you up in a cage when you're in Hallandale? No, I kind of lock myself up. Yeah. You know, Good thing. get out to the button south once in a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what I called to ask you about is totally different from the subject here. Uh, I want to know what you think of Pat Boone taking Jim Baker's place for the PTO. Oh, I think it would be great. I think when we release 8 million of those pictures with the Boone in the box... I think it could be one of the great scandals in the history of America. I mean, I can't believe what I'm seeing on TV here. Yeah. You know, Jim Baker's scandal, and then I saw the Pat Boone picture like two years ago, even before you came out with it. And I'm watching, I say, Pat Boone replacing Jim Baker? My God, what's happening to, yeah. you know, evangelistic TV? Uh, <laughs> do you get my point? <laughs> yeah, I get your point. It's getting smaller by the minute. Yeah. But anyway, um... I was wondering about that. I think I think what they need to do is hire John Holmes to be on the PTL. Well, that's probably the next step, I guess, right? Going from one extreme to another. <laughs> oh, you, you know what Jerry? You know what Jerry Falwell said. He said that uh, the donations were down to peanuts. 
So that's probably why they're thinking of Pat Boone. It was probably a subliminal suggestion. <laughs> okay, you're too much, Neil. You really are. You're great. I love you. That's what Pat Boone said, too. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I don't have any scar boxes around, so, you know... I can't help you out. <laughs> hey, that, that's a good suggestion, by the way. Maybe we can send Jim Baker a cigar box, and we can have a Jim in the box. <laughs> that would be great. Maybe that's the way Jim's going to get his um, his uh, ministry back. <laughs> he and Pat are going to have a boon-off on TV. <laughs> okay, well, listen, hang in there. Okay, babe. Stay tuned for the latest. Okay. Okay, another call from the city of choice. Two in a row. This must be Sonny Rosenberg. Hello? 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 Yes. Hi, Neil. Yes. Listen, I think I have a problem to your early bird special in the city of Hallandale. Okay. Well, I've been hearing uh, that you've been coming down hard on Santeria all morning long. Not me. Huh? Not me. I love it. Oh, I know. So do I. Only when they use pants. But, uh, you know, they're going to get mad at you, and what they're going to do is uh, they're going to sacrifice a lot of chickens. Okay? And that, that means you're, there's not going to be any more early bird specials. Yeah, it's a good point. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, just, you know, are you Just going a thought, to... I know. Just a thought. I know, it is. It's a thought. Just... Okay, maybe we can promote Santeria in Hallandale. Yeah, how about that? We there put... won't be any more birds We can put left. the early bird right out of business. <laughs> That's right. Okay. All right, thanks a lot, Neil. Thank you. We have a real creative audience. Okay, 116 at WINZ. We have an open line in each county. We're running out of time here today. The show is just moving like lightning, as Sid Levin would say. In Dade County, 624-9400, and in Broward, 524-9400. If anybody has a job for Mike Miller or Sandy, we certainly invite them to call in. Let's go to Miami Beach. Hello. Hello, Neil. How are you? Good. Listen, Neil, do you think Mike Anthony would have the nerve to put uh, that unprepared National Enquirer mentality... Uh, nips it on between 10 and 2 in the morning. I sure hope so. I mean, your rumor mill hasn't come up with that yet, have you? Yeah. Oh, we've had every rumor under the sun. Yeah, the rumor is that he's going to do 10 to 2. I'd love to see two. that one come true. Yeah, I would too. Because you would vanquish him. I would think so. Now, listen, I have another gripe. Unless there's a run on the Michael DeSisto school. Oh, yeah, that's another very, very big item with him. If Michael DeSisto doesn't come on the program, he has no program. Or professional wrestlers, one or the other. Oh, please. Anyway, I have a gripe to pick with you. When is that article coming out in People magazine? Well, evidently it's not. Don't pick it with me. Pick it with them, as Mike Ranieri would say. Pick yeah. it with them. Huh? They, they dumped it. They did? Yeah. For some stupid... Up all your time? For some stupid thing like, uh, you know, Gary Hart and uh, Donna Rice or some little thing like that. I guess they dumped us. Oh, gee, I'm sorry to hear that. I was yeah. looking forward to reading it. Well, what can I tell you? Okay. You take it easy, kid. And if you, your rumor comes up with that suggestion, I'd be glad to hear about it. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. See you later. Right. Okay, 118 at WINZ. We have an open line in Dade, 624-9400. 624-9400. Let's take our first break of this last hour, and then we'll come right back. 121 at Winds. Our next call from Lauderdale Lakes. Hello. Hi. Hi. Oh, Neil. Um, I hear you talking about uh, Madonna, and the uh, what I wanted to see if you could help us settle an argument around here. Uh, the hair under her arms, right? Uh, yeah. Grotesque. <laughs> well, this is what I was going to ask you about. To me, I I used to feel the same way, but now it's like neither here nor there. Don't you think it's no? Uh, now something? it's not. It's neither here nor there. It's all over the place. <laughs> 
Well, we're conditioned on that, though, right? I mean, we are. 100, 150 years ago, women didn't shave under the arm. They thought they were still. Um, yeah, well, she would have been great 150. No, maybe like 500 years ago. Do you think it's just ugly in itself? Or, um... Well, to each his own. I mean, if there are people who like body hair, uh, you know, she's got to be the cat's meow. Well, this is the, this is the argument. I'm saying that, um, you know, it's not just a naturally ugly thing. Otherwise, uh, oh, come it evolved on. like that or something, you know. But we would what? The women would have evolved with hair not under their arms, you know. But uh, we, you know, the culture started it. Yeah, but you, you, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Human beings are evolving into having a lot less hair. You do realize that, don't you? Yeah. I hope. Yeah. But well, how come men aren't uh, evolving with less hair then? They are. Under they the are. Huh? Under the arms? No, on their bodies. I mean, it all depends. You know, depending upon uh, the gender, it depends on how much you've got. But she evidently is very butch. I don't know. Okay, one one other little question. Who I mean, is the... I mean, probably the way to find out if you run into a female truck driver, you know, <laughs> see, check out her armpits, and if she's got a lot of hair, you'll find out maybe you're right. Well, it's not necessarily a turn on, but I don't, you know, it's not such a big turn well, on. Well, first of all, now. even if you wait Europe, a minute, wait a minute, let, let's is, slow right? down, slow down a minute. If you took all the hair off of her body everywhere, yeah. okay, for the sake of argument, just look at her face, look at her from the neck up. She's a slut. She's ugly. Well, I guess, it's, again, it's... A... Oh, come on. Let's be honest. She's ugly. Well, she's not beautiful like Grace Kelly, but she's... She's not beautiful like, uh, like anybody, like Dr. Ruth. <laughs> she's gross. Well, I don't know. No, you got to understand. With I'm the trying to be objective With here. today's generation, decadence is in. That's what it's all about. So the more grotesque you look, the more they like it. It's, <laughs> you know, it's their idea of like the 60s, of rebellion, counterculture. This is their idea of looking gross. I saw a couple of young girls who could have been attractive, by the way, in the, in the Broward Mall the other day. And they had, you know, the mohawk and the whole business and this grotesque, <clears throat> the punk, horrible look. And they looked like something from out of a freak show. And they think that's great. Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, forget it. Well, anyway, can I ask you a quickie here? Um, who is that person that I, I can't remember his name right now, but you did just a short impersonation of his. Uh, it sounded kind of like Bruce Williams at first, but it's one of the people that worked there, I think. Anyway, it's hilarious. Yeah, I wish you'd do more of it. I don't know who you're talking about. He, he kind of talks like, yeah, well. Oh, Jerry Wichner. He doesn't work here. <laughs> Jerry Wichner, yeah. Now, he, uh, he works at W. Snooze. Okay, I wish you'd expand on that one. That's hilarious. Okay. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Yeah, Jerry uh, is going to go into the butchering business when he gets off the air. He's already butchering the English language. But, uh, boy, things are not good in his numbers, I'll tell you that. TalkNet destroyed him in the month of May. I mean, just put him to sleep. Destroyed. I mean, they're doing average quarter hours of about 41,000, and he's doing 12,000? Come on, Jerry, get serious. Miami, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Did you see uh, Donna Rice's picture in the paper today? No, I sure didn't. What did I miss, sir? Oh, it's in the Miami News. And she's at the Grand Prix in uh, Palm Beach with Bruce Jenner. Oh, boy. What, a, what an exciting team they make. Yeah, it says they're conversing while watching the Grand Prix. What were they doing, eating Wheaties together? <laughs> He's probably checking his Grand Prix. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's big on those, <laughs> so to speak. Here. Yeah. I agree with you about Bayside. You want anything to fail in Miami, 
uh, or anything to fail, just bring it to Miami. Absolutely. Wait till we have the Miami heat. I mean, I'm going to tell you something. On a scale of zero, their chances are minus infinity. They might as well turn that arena into a warehouse. Exactly. Forget it. Or something that sounds like warehouse. All right. Okay. All right. I'll Thank see you. you. I'll see you at Bayside. 26 past 1. Had very little comment about Bayside. That's a big story in the news today. That's the uh, everybody's gnashing their teeth and wringing their hands like it's some kind of a big surprise. They don't understand. This is a flash town. Period. People get excited about something for a short period of time, and then <clears throat> that's it. It's adios. Arrivederci. Adios. And uh, just like this show today, we got three open lines on the board now, which is a very bad sign. I mean, it's a sign that just enough to make you go into cartwheels. We have one open line in Broward, 524-9400. And we have a couple of open lines in Dade at 624-9400. And we better get them all lit up. Otherwise, Major will come on here at 2, and he'll say that I did something in the last hour to drive away his whole audience. He's got to have somebody to blame every day. It's uh, frightening. Now, you just came racing in here with your WINZ coffee cup as if we're going to open your microphone. Tweety Bird will not give up today. Oh, I got an idea. These are very directional mics. Here's a good idea. No, seriously. Let's do this kind of like step by step. It's like a little tease. You know how when they do the news, they like to tease the big stories of the day? They tease the audience. Oh, first, before we do that, let's take this collect call from Nassau because we're paying a fortune for it. Hello? Hello? Hi. Hello? Hello. Are you in Nassau? Yeah, I'm a first-time caller. Great. How you doing? All right. What's up? Nothing. Good. <laughs> I just, well, it sounds like the beginning of an exciting call. I just called to tell you that I listen to your show um, every day. Me and my dad, we sit down and we listen to your show every day. Fantastic. Well, we love you Bahamas people, man. It's great. Yeah. It's really hot down here. It's hot? Yeah. Hot as hell, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So how's business? Business is all right. We own a liquor store. Oh, I bet you do. I bet you do a big business, huh? Yeah. I bet after all those Americans come down there and plunge their brains out in on uh, Paradise Island in the casino, they come over and get smashed out of their mind, right? Yeah. Well, now um, where the summertime's coming, we've gotten um, even more customers than last year. You know, really? Got, like um. Well, those are probably all the people who left Bayside. They're on their way to the Bahamas now. We got like about um, 4,000 customers last year, and this year it's like about 6,000 because we keep a record of everything. Holy moly, as they say in Hialeah. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm glad that business is booming, and uh, we're going to be down to see you. Okay. What, what's the name of your store? Um, no, we better not do it, huh? No, we better not. Okay. Well, whatever, you know, whatever works for you. Okay. Okay, good luck to you. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Well, we're big down there in the Bahamas. Now, what I was starting to say only moments ago, the only reason I took the call, it said collect on the screen, and we're a very cheap outfit. We're not going to, you know, sitting here with an 85 share, but uh, we have an open line in each county. If you'd like to join us, ladies and gentlemen, in Dade County, 624-9400, and in Broward, 524-9400. Let's keep them filled for Stan. In fact, if you want to talk to Stan, you can call in now. We'll put you on hold. And then Kyle will clear the board at 2 o'clock. I had an idea. Turn on his mic for a minute. No, no, we're not going to turn it around, okay? Because these are very directional mics. Is it on? It's on. And it's useless because they can't hear you. It's faced the other way. Don't touch it under penalty of death. Under penalty of K. 
cackle removal. Now, you might tap on it a little bit. Yeah, that's good. That's as close as close to hearing Glenn today as you're going to get. Oh, you're, is this his boyfriend? What's the matter? He wants to bribe us. What are you going to give us to put Glenn on the air? What's, what's the deal? What? Do, come on, what is it? Willing to give you a Neil Rogers voodoo doll from his Santa Maria priest if we'll put you on the air. No, that's not good enough. How about if you bring us a live Jason Gedrick doll? Would that be okay? Front page of the Miami Herald. And the Herald. The Haitian Daily News. Yep, and he made the front page of Santa Maria uh, Ritual Kyle. News, too. He did. All right, so uh, come on down, Stan, next week on Friday evening. We're having a little uh, ritual down on Okeechobee <laughs> Road down there, and you're originally invited. He'll be there. And, uh, by the way, send us a couple clippings of your hair and tooth and, uh, what do you call fingernails in an envelope. Okay. Okay. Hasta luego. Hasta luego. See you later. <laughs> 24 before 2 at WYNC. Mr. Cackle over here is just uh, starting to lose it. He's starting to uh, absolutely fall apart at the seams. He is. He's losing it. Because we've kept him off mic for four, almost four hours today. Let's see a show on the phone of all the people who are delighted that we've kept the uh, cackle box. Well, hey, listen, that's nitpicking. They're already all lit. Now, there's one in Broward that's not lit. Come on, let's see from all those people who really are tickled to death that, yeah, see, it's lit already immediately. An immediate show of strength from the Broward audience. Boy, they are thankful. They're grateful. They're going to be sending us gifts, frankincense and myrrh, just for keeping you off the air for one day. It's like we've given them a bonus. Sweetwater, hello. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I had you on speakerphone. Okay, you say what, sir? I uh, just called to say I never listened to your show. This is the first time, and I'm really enjoying it. Are you serious? Where have you been? Uh, guess where? <laughs> W-I-O-D. Oh, my God. Another Sandy. Uh, you must be in hysterics. Well, not exactly. No. So Let's not get carried I, I've away. I've been getting a little tired of it lately anyway, because just like a lot of other people say, the switch, 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 you never know when you turn the radio on what Exactly. Be there. Exactly. You have to have a big scorecard and a gigantic rubber eraser with the IOD lineup. And uh, it was getting to be a pain in the neck. It you almost seemed like Chuck Tanner is the manager over there at IOD. <laughs> But I just uh, call to say I like your format. I like the way you run your show. Very similar to uh, Bill Calder's. Exactly. And uh, you Only know, he I wins like him the also, track. but I can't stay up late to listen to him anymore. So I'm going to have to start listening to your show. Well, I'll tell him that you said so. Okie dokie. Thanks a lot. Right, bye-bye. You hear that, Bill? There's somebody out there who likes you. Calder doesn't care. He had a big day at the track yesterday. By the way, speaking of uh, the ball games and Chuck Tanner, I heard the shot that both of you took at me. It was on Friday, I think. When Stan was so desperate that he brought the invited, begged cackle box to come in the studio no, I for wasn't watching ball games desperate. on the cable. No, for watching ball games. I love to watch ball was games. What's wrong desperate. with that? I was not desperate. You had not allowed him on your program. Yeah. And well, then I today, demand. then today you ought to have him on for four hours. I would. Think. No, you're sticking around today for briefly. What is this briefly, Jazz? You made a commitment last week. You you haven't been on my I show since I commitment. began. I, that's not true. The first day I was on almost the whole show when you were begging with your insecurity. No, I just want to know which in buttons addition, to push. In addition to which, most of your callers don't like me anyway. I hear all that stuff. Oh, man. Oh, does he have a purse? Well, I he hear really all that stuff. Away no, I don't thing. have a purse. Although, you know who used to work here who does have a little purse? Larry Kent has a little purse. He does. Jerry Williams has one. Jerry Williams has a Perth. <laughs> Think Don Johnson has one? 
Oh, yeah, we know Don Johnson's got one. You can see it in that picture. Oh, you mean a purse? That's what we're going to do tomorrow. What do you think about guys with earrings and purses? That would be a good show. And tattoos. What do you think about women with tattoos and earrings and bones in their nose? You better put Glenn on. Show's dying. What's wrong with... No, it only died since you came in. What's, okay. what's wrong with well, watching... Wait. What's wrong with watching baseball? Uh, Mr. Sports Jock over here. Oh, watching the exciting Atlanta Braves. I like the Braves. Oh, Braves are a good Dale ball club. Murphy. No, I don't just like Dale Murphy. That's a sexual thing for Dale Murphy. That's very true. There's no question about it. I admit it. And uh, if you've got his home number, we'll call him right now. We'll call him and Steve Eiserman. We'll get him on together. And I can have a little excitement on this show, finally. I even like the ugly players on the Braves. How's that for being an equal opportunity fan? You don't become a fan of a team because the players are good-looking. How could I be a Pirates fan all these years? One of the prerequisites of playing for the Pirates, you've got to be extra ugly. I'm having a tough time this year, though, because I'm still a Phillies fan. Oh, good luck to you. I know. I love, I love I the know. Mets. I love the Mets, and I watched a lot of the well, games. Well, that's why I like the Cubs. All the it. Cubs are former Phillies. See, the Phillies have some good-looking players. That's why they never do anything. <laughs> you have to get ugly players. You have to get more guys like Mike Schmidt, who are real ugly. And that guy in right field with the glasses...